are listening to True Crime Fiction, feeding your addiction to the best of the written and the spoken word in crime. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as £1 at patreon.com slash truecrimefiction. There are some crimes which are so horrible to think about, we have not, as a society, been able to deal with them well collectively. Child sexual abuse is most firmly in that category. It was only really in the 1970s that society started to acknowledge that child sex abuse was something that happened. And even then, it has been a hard slog for those who've been abused both by individuals and after by institutional cover-up to find the sort of justice and restitution that they seek. However, for those who did acknowledge child sexual abuse exists, there is a cohort who have gone too far in pursuing what they believe is justice, typified in the series Peter Ellis, The Crash Case and Me. The New Zealand podcast covers the case of Peter Ellis, a young crash worker who was accused of satanic ritual abuse during the satanic panic. The Satanic Panic was kick-started by the now-discredited book Michelle Remembers in the United States and then was exported round the mainly Western world with false cases of abuse uncovered in Orkney, Norway, Switzerland and New Zealand. The most well-known case in this collection is possibly that of the West Memphis Three, which has been widely written about, talked about in podcasts and made into a not very good film. In the panic, people in positions of power believed that there was satanic ritual abuse happening to very young children, often by a ring of adults. As a result, families were separated and people were accused of horrific crimes which, once the panic died down, were found to have no substance. It was a kind of temporary insanity by social workers, the police and other agencies of the state. It is almost as though the acknowledgement that the horror of child sex abuse happens had sent them into a frenzy, triggering the more primitive and fear-motivated parts of our brains and catapulting minds back to the superstitions of the 1600s and the hunt for witches. There is a really important difference, though. While we know that witches are not real, at least in the sense the populations of the 1600s believed them, we do know that those who abuse children are very, very real and far too often in the past have operated with impunity. The Peter Ellis case is poignantly presented by Melanie Reid, who, as a journalist working in New Zealand, had recorded hours of interviews with Ellis as he went through trial and kept in touch with him during his imprisonment, release and various appeal processes. Reed had obviously got to know Ellis very well over the years and so can paint an intimate portrait of a man who had been wrongly accused of horrific behaviour. The case starts with a mother of a child at the creche where Ellis worked, accusing him of sexual abuse. 
The mother was a social worker herself and had also gone through the now scientifically discredited recovered memory process, one which it would be fair to argue is abusive in itself. The mother pops up in the podcast early on and then fades from view as the twists and turns of the case become more and more labyrinthine. During the podcast, we hear from the lead detective on the case who, it turns out, had pursued several relationships with women involved in the case over the years and the influence of his Christian faith had at the time when homosexuality had only been legal in New Zealand for five years was brought into question. The behaviours and assumptions of social workers, the police and the legal system are all questioned and come out wanting in the podcast. And we also hear from parents who were pressurised into allowing their children to give evidence. Aside from Peter Ellis and his ever stalwart mum, there are other figures of pathos in the series. There is the young girl who, under questioning, revealed her uncle was abusing her, a fact her brother corroborated, but her family not wanting the child to become a multiple abuse victim decided not to press charges on the uncle who subsequently moved abroad, another case of justice denied. There is also the child, now an adult, who admits that she had lied about Ellis having felt under pressure by the adults around her to say what she knew they wanted to hear. She lives with deep regret and even left New Zealand in an attempt to come to terms with the part she unwittingly played, still living with the guilt from adult manipulation when she was too young to know how to stand up to it. It's easy to see the miscarriage of justice, but seeing the trail of destruction it has left to the nursery, to other employees, to the families and the children, it comes as a stark warning tale about overzealous policing at a time when cultural attitudes were less enlightened. Although I do not remain convinced that something similar could not happen again, In our episode on Through the Wall, we see that Luke Mitchell, convicted for the murder of his girlfriend Jodie Jones, was gleefully portrayed as an occultist obsessed by Satan. The inaccurate belief that gay men are also likely paedophiles who want to pervert children has not faded in some people's minds, despite great leaps that have been made in equality in some parts of the world. There are indeed those for whom the occult is real and a belief system that they explore. However, extrapolating an intention to murder or abuse children from what can sometimes be pure curiosity about different ways of interpreting the world or a little youthful rebellion is a little hysterical for cultures that are supposedly post-enlightenment. Peter Ellis shows an immense amount of grace given the pressure he had been put under. He admits that he is angry but refuses to be bitter, when it feels as though that would be a very natural response. He feels for the children who got caught up in the mess and for their parents, understanding the blight that that case has also been on their lives. Peter Ellis died before his conviction was rightly quashed by the Supreme Court. 
However, the case has still left a scar on New Zealand, which it will take time to heal. For those of us left living in the post-Satanic panic societies, there are a number of difficult questions that we still need to face. On one hand, we need greater education on the signs and warnings of abuse and understanding of the gradient on which it exists. On the other hand, as we saw in the true crime book Baby X, the services which do work so hard to stop child abuse in any form are woefully underfunded. A litany of neglect, emotional and physical abuse, as well as sexual abuse that is happening to children. And police and social workers are underfunded to deal with it. The effects of the satanic panic is still being felt around the world and in lives and communities. However, it does not appear to have yet triggered the central question which these cases leave us with. Why, when so much time and energy of various institutions was devoted to satanic cases, which all ultimately proved foundless, Can that same energy, time and conviction be put into protecting children and educating and supporting their parents where appropriate? Could it possibly be that it feels more comfortable to us to assume that when the worst does happen it is controlled and planned by people who can be identified and locked away quickly rather than to acknowledge how complex and difficult it can be to deal with neglect and abuse when the services that do this work are so underfunded and poorly resourced, when abuse is cyclical and that it is impossible to divorce neglect from structural inequalities, nor our fears from our ignorance and unconscious biases. You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. Music is by Kitty Kitty Meow Meow.